Hey, Soraya. Hey, Jeff. How you doing? I'm doing all right. You staying cool? I'm doing everything in my power to it's, stay cool. Is it triple digits there too? And uh, I haven't looked. Well, no, we're just in the high, uh, low 90s. Is that all? <laughs> it's just a breezy, breezy day outside in the San Fernando Valley. Oh, wow. Well, I failed to mention this last week when we did our episode uh, where we were talking about the Long Riders 10560 EP, but I understand you have all of your students' grades in, and now it's school's out for summer. <laughs> yeah, I can only say that for a couple of weeks because I got hired to teach a summer school class. Oh, but <laughs> it's summer. Ah, right now, I'm just enjoying, and um, there's just something to it to know that I don't have papers to grade or things like that. But right now I'm in summer mode just for a few weeks. Nice. I always look forward to your post with your permanent green light. <laughs> I swear that song is like, uh, when I hear it, it makes me think summer. So it's always my end of semester, end of the academic year, start of something new. And then, you know, I listen to it for weeks on end and then I'm back in fall semester. Well, we, but, all, all of us that follow you, we always wait for that post. <laughs> <laughs> we know summer's right around the corner when Soraya- and My 10 oh. followers, I thank you. But I do have to say something really cool. And that is my niece is graduating from kindergarten today. Oh. She the, is done, done, done with uh, kindergarten and uh, many more school years ahead. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Are Yay. you going to, is there any kind of celebration, family celebration? You know, I'm sure something, something will happen. And, yeah. um, but she's, you know, she's got a very busy social schedule. She's got <laughs> parties and gatherings with friends and play dates and things like that. Excellent. excellent. And what about Leah? Is Leah, so, no, Leah's a little bit behind my. Yeah. So my granddaughter is getting ready to go into kindergarten. So she, she has, she's in preschool right now. So. Uh, next year she'll be a kindergartner big girl big yes girl. big girl all right jeff so enough about us people don't <laughs> people us. really don't give a hoot and a holler about you and me yeah but, well what i wanted to do is kind of tease our listeners and not tell them what we're going to do okay for our, for our second ep until after the introduction but i got a hint to all right to go us. um so last last week we decided that we were going to do a series about EPs from Paisley adjacent bands, and we covered Long Riders 10560. Yes, sir. So we're going to do another EP today. And what I decided to do was don two shirts from the three o'clock. Okay. This outer one and this inner one. Uh, wow, that's interesting. A green on red ensemble. <laughs> let's get it going. Let's see what the clue is. All right, let's go. Hi, this is Soraya. And this is Jeff. Our podcast is called Paisley Stage Raspberry and Rhyme. A podcast where the two of us play music that we like and share anecdotes and background about the tunes. We hope you'll join our conversation. And without further ado, agroviar. Let's get groovy. All right. So green on red, indeed. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> So we're today we're talking about Green on Red's 
EP. I want to say it's their day e debut EP, but it's not. They had an EP that came out before this, Two Bibles. Um, but this was the one that really got them going with a little bit better distribution. But uh, so Green on Red um, put out by Steve Wynn on his Down There label, which another hint, we hope to be uh, digging into that subject matter a little bit later uh, on another episode. But um, it's this album, um, which also was released uh, in the UK by Zippo, which we talked about last week with the Long Riders. Uh, in this case, no bonus tracks. So <laughs> my pressing here is the actually the second pressing. The first one came out on Down There exclusively. And then um, Enigma picked up distribution, and that's my copy here. So I'm going to get one of those original pressings here shortly to replace the one that I sold in the 80s when I got CD about those things. <laughs> and uh, speaking about CDs, if you wanted it on CD, it is included um, with uh, on this CD that was put out by Restless mm -hmm. and it, they tagged it onto the end of their gas food lodging. <laughs> so it is available on CD here. And I think this is the only place you can get it on CD if I'm not mistaken. But... As far as I know. Now, Green on Red does have a Bandcamp page. Now, yes. Are so things are appearing there so you know it's a good idea to check there and you know before moving elsewhere yeah and i'm glad you brought that up about social media because they just started their facebook page this year that's right yeah so um and and Bandcamp, as you mentioned so there's lots of dan stewart stuff lots of green on red yeah definitely visit and you can of course get this ep via Bandcamp in a Absolutely. Speaking about Dan Stewart, um, we've had two of the members from this lineup on our podcast before with uh, bassist Jack Watterson. And um, a couple times we've had Chris Kakavez on uh, keyboardist <laughs> and vocals. We love that guy, don't we? Yes. And um, we uh, actually, Dan Stewart was one of the very first people that I reached out to when we started the podcast. I want to say it was November of, was it 2019 or 2018? 18. 2018. So um, he had agreed to come on the show after the tour. He was getting ready to head out on tour. And then when he came back, he was kind of done with music. So he said, Jeff, I'm going to pass on that now because I want to take a break from talking about music for now. So um, Dan Stewart uh, is the guitarist and um, the main songwriter and singer uh, for Green on Red. So um, if we ever get a chance, we'll have Dan on. Uh, the drummer on this is Alice McNichol, who unfortunately passed away in 2013. Right. Um, but that's the lineup for this record, which is the third release on Down There Records. Steve yeah. yeah. No producers credited for this. So um, again, something we can add to our list of questions for Dan Stewart yes. or Chris Kakavis. Yeah, absolutely. Or yeah. Steve Wynn. Yeah. Yeah, he may know. He put the record out, so there's there may be a hidden story there. <laughs> there may be indeed, but we each picked out some songs to yes. play for for some reasons um, that we'll discuss. <laughs> and uh, uh, I'm consistent here, Soraya, because I all right. <laughs> I definitely uh, you know me and my leadoff track. So I wanted to start off with the leadoff track from this record. Um, which is Death and Angels. So if that's okay, we'll play that song first. Let's go. 
Um, and before we play for our listeners, um, one of the main reasons why I picked that song is because I love the singing and the trading off between Chris Cacavez and Dan Stewart. And if you listen, you can hear hear them very well singing their parts in kind of a, um, not exactly a call and response, but that style of mm. trading off and uh, just a great way to start the record and love hearing those two singing back and forth. So Death and Angels. How do you like that for a leadoff track? Woo! That's starting off hot. <laughs> you get it? Me. This is me listening. I I get like an animal's vibe. Oh. Like, okay. I don't know. Maybe it's... There's an essence in there, but right. I do like the trading off of those vocals. Yeah. It's so cool. And Dan Stewart's got this very distinctive voice and such a strong voice yeah it's it's uh, i like hearing that you know the uh, counter position of his and chris kakavis's voice yeah and i have to say that i've i've listened to this record i think since it came out one version or another and um i will say that i actually appreciate chris's singing much more now having heard his post green on red work um and as you know, I'm very fond of Chris Kakavez's voice. And um it's strange. I listen to I listen to this out this EP differently now, um, hearing Chris develop. So I don't know how to explain it, but 
I appreciate his voice more so now um, because of the fact that his voice is more prominent in his solo stuff, obviously, um, and less of a background singer, right? Um, so it's just different. It's just different. I don't know how to explain it, but I appreciate his background singing more, more so now. I I have I have to agree. I mean, um, I think you make a really good point that just with time you begin to appreciate different things about different vocalists. So I'm with you. All right, all right. So I'm it does you. it makes sense at least oh, a yeah. little bit. All right, yeah. all right. Okay, so your first pick. Yeah, my pick is Black Knight, and I have to say from the well, we'll talk about it after you. Black Knight. great one you know what makes a song for me is that piano that oh the, 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 that makes a song for me it's just such a eerie vibey song and i mean it's just a cool song but man i the minute i hear it and now now that we've had all these discussions with chris kakavis i'm all Chris Kakavis making it making himself stand out from the get go. 
I love this song. Oh, wow. I actually was expecting that you were going to say that bass line. That doom, 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 doom. I mean, but see, like, isn't it a vibey song? Because then you go, doom, 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 doom. but yeah. the minute that, uh, okay, you're going to have to, it's an electric piano, right? Yeah, that's what I think so. Okay. I, you know, I can't distinguish uh, a synth, keyboard, electric piano. I'm assuming it's an electric piano. Yeah, I think so. But, but the minute you hear that, like that kind of gets my senses going. And then like, I can hear that baseline and it's a dope baseline too. Yeah, it is. yeah. So, Jack Watterson. Yes, ridiculously good. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It's just a cool song. It, it kind of has like a surf kind of feel to it with that baseline, which is funny, although they spell it differently. The band started off, started as out as surf. surfers. Yeah. S-E-R-F-E-R-S, you know. Of course, they were out of Tucson, Arizona. Um, and uh, the original um, drummer was Van Christian, who went on to uh, start another band, Naked Prey. Yeah. Um, might be a future episode. We there. Hope so. <laughs> we're, we're in talks about yeah. that. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, it definitely has that surf, surf, yeah. and song specifically with the bass line. It's a very cool song. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right, Jeff, what's your next one? I think I'm up, right? I think we- So we did side A. We did side A and we're flipping to side B. Yes, um, sir. And um, I'm I'm gonna go with the lead off track. Why not? Two. Why not? It's, so, a it's a Jeff thing. I'm so predictable. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it's, it's a great track, but I wanted to read to you, if you don't mind, a, a review by um, a famous re reviewer, Robert Christow. Oh uh, yeah. Who many people know him not always kind with his words, <laughs> but um, this is what he wrote about the EP. He said, Dan okay. Stewart, he gave it a B, by the way, was the grade that he gave it. And he said, Dan Stewart and friends are as hooky as the LA trash aesthetic gets with Chris, Chris Kakavez's organ, um, the nugget. So he notices that. And he said, but though lots of New York bands ought to wish they'd thought of Aspirin first. So Aspirin is the song that I'm picking. He said, New York bands only wish that they wrote Aspirin. Um, you have to be from Tucson, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, just to finish out the review, he said, um, uh, he goes on to say, um, Stewart would be easier to take straight if he didn't favor the B-side movie imagery so prevalent in the film capital of the world. Um, which, yeah, I, I kind of like that aspect. <laughs> of some of the lyrics but um, that's Robert Christgau for you but Aspirin is a song that I picked love the guitars up tempo choppy post-punk kind of thing and um Dan Stewart does Dan Stewart like only he can do and the vocals are just great but um I just love the feel of it and I think Christgau's got a point I mean it definitely feels like it could be something from CBGB's from right era when it was you know, you had Blondie from another out of there, Talking Heads, Ramones, and all those bands. But it it's just a great track and has that kind of post-punk feel to me. You know, anyway, let's do it. Let's listen to it. This is Aspen. Lead off track, side B. <laughs> Green on red. <laughs> world of subjects in a world of 
keyboard part there's parts of it especially during the solo part where it reminded me of something that might be on like on a monkey's track wow i, I think it's that setting but uh, it's anyway. so garagey um psychedelic 60s it's and i think that's what's interesting about this ep in particular is it really brings together so many influences and you really can't listen to one song and say, oh, this is how all of Green on Red music is going to be on the, the full length album after this. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> no. yeah. Or yeah. They throw or... a lot at, at you. And so it, I think it just really speaks to how diverse the band really was at the time. Too. Yeah. Yeah. They're certainly more, have more of a garage feel than they, as they started to develop more country influences mm. that you hear later more rootsy i should say 
Yeah, roots. I I, I agree with you there. Yeah. All right, and so as no surprise to anyone, I always you know I'm always tagging along to Jeff. So Jeff took the title track. I'm taking track two on side <laughs> B, and it's called Lost World, and we'll talk about it after you hear it.
love it. I mean, it starts out with this really kind of upbeat, and then you start hearing the lyrics. Like, wow, this is really bleak. Yeah. But it's the drive that guitar. And it's like hypnotic. And then like those last two um, stances at the end of the song, let me read them. Sorry, I had them up on my screen. It's our fault that the world is lost. Lost, lost world. Vanished, gone, lost world. And I saw a shadow. Like, okay, maybe a little hope. I felt life and everything evaporated oh. overnight. And you're like, damn. <laughs> the, I mean, so the lyrics are, you're just kind of in this trance, right? A, the, the guitar is really rhythmic. And then you hear that keyboard and the boom, boom, you know, the bass and everything is just kind of convoluting. But like deep in the background is this lyric that's, you can't shake it. And it's, it's good. Such a good song. Yeah. And Jeff, I'm, I'm, I'm going to see if I can uh, uh, surprise you. Oh. All right. Okay. One of the four seminal Paisley Underground bands uh -oh. covered this live. Oh. Okay. Now, I'm not going to give you the year because that'll give it away. Okay. Um, but I will say they covered it live in a show during the 2000s. Really? Which band do you think that was? Okay, so I don't know this answer for sure. Oh, okay. Um, I thought I was no. I, I was fully expecting you to answer me. Okay. No. So I don't know this answer. <clears throat> Give a guess. Yeah, okay. So I, I'm in my mind I'm picturing the how to be a millionaire, right? Where they get they have the four on there, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna eliminate the Bengals. Okay, I don't think it would be them, and I would eliminate the three o'clock. Okay, because I don't think that's their style. So that leaves me with two. Um, Do you I want know, to phone a friend? <laughs> Do you want a 50 50? Yeah, I was like, if I have 50 50, but no, you know how that usually works. If you pick 50 50, then the one that you know isn't it. So then they'd eliminate Bangles and I'm still sitting here with Dream Syndicate <laughs> and Rain Parade. Okay. I know Rain Parade and the Dream Syndicate are both huge, huge fans of Green on Rain. But I am gonna go, <clears throat> my first thought was Rain Parade, but I'm gonna go with Dream Syndicate only because they were more of a touring band and they were, playing more songs than any of the other bands in the Paisley Underground. So I think just by numbers alone, my best bet is Dream Syndicate. Rain Parade. Wow. And there is video on YouTube of a show, 2015, September the 12th, 2015, at the Starry Plow in Berkeley. They covered Lost World. No. Yeah. So I I'm like- that. I, I love seeing that sort of, oh, yeah, wow. I'll cover you, you cover me. But, um, and if anyone follows um, Dan Stewart or Matt Pucci on social media, uh, you'll see that they were, they recently had a visit together and 
they appreciate each other, you know, just as people, but I'm sure it's musicians as well. So yeah, it was a nice little surprise wow. for me to find that online. Uh, I've got to go hunt that down. Yeah, I'll send you the link. It's pretty cool. Please do, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, that was that. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's another reason why I think Green on Red is part of Paisley Underground for every, for every reason that we've talked about what Paisley Underground is. But anyways, so yeah. So. We're not, we're gonna, we're not gonna debate it, but I think it's absolutely imperative that when we talk about Paisley Underground, that we can begin to expand because the truth is, and you know, we've heard them all talk about it. We hung out together, played in same places. Um, and I think there was genuinely an appreciation for each other's work. Granted, each band is different and kind of starts going into different directions. Without a doubt. Without yeah. A doubt. And, yeah. you know, um, I, I, I just think it's hard to talk about the Paisley Underground, not talk about bands like Drew West and Green, Green on Red and Long Riders and, you know, you and I can keep going. But, um, you know, I, I definitely think it's, it's something to keep in the conversation. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, if nothing else, yeah. But what a cool EP, look at that. How come that one has no signatures? That's I'm surprised, Jeff. Well, Chris hasn't been back in the States for a while. I haven't, you know, so I've never seen Green on Red play. Okay. Um, and I wanna say that I don't think I've ever seen any of them even perform with different acts either. Well, how do you think we could coax Chris Kakavis to come visit us in the States? Maybe we offer some tacos. <laughs> I think Mexican and like food is good stuff. Some fresh masa. Yes. And a comal and some good salsa. I mean, I, yeah. Dude, I, I, would, would that encourage any of them to come and sit down with us and get, and get some autographs? I would hope so. And I think I know a person or two that is good at some of that i have uh, a feeling <laughs> you may know one person i don't know maybe one yeah maybe one that you know if you ask nicely may but do you're, you're absolutely right there's a lot of real estate Woo! <laughs> that album needs and i i have one green on red lp in my collection just one everything else i have you know you're, yeah. cd or cd or digital and i would love some signatures on that as well agreed and uh i think if i'm not mistaken <laughs> that when the announcement was made that the facebook page went live that they noted on their web page that there's a spot for shows no shows yes, were sir. listed no shows were listed yet but, yeah yet but um we're barely crawling out like the cicadas that we're crawling out of our pandemic hibernation. Every 17 years or whatever. Bloody hell. Please, no more pandemics. Okay, people get vaccinated, stay healthy, wear masks, blah, blah, blah. Agreed. But I feel I seriously feel like we've been in hibernation like bears. And we're coming out, we're like, oh, what show? Yes. Yes, agreed. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yes, so everybody stay safe. Yeah, stay safe. I, I want live music. And, uh, you know, uh, hey, things happened during this pandemic. Uh, Green on Red made a band camp page. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. you know, and they have a website and, uh, or a page and shows. Yep. Let's you know, I just bought my yeah. very first ticket to a live show not that long ago. And now every day I get new. Oh, Brian Wilson has a new show, and I'm, you know, it's it's like kid on Christmas. I want more. And Rain Parade says they've got new material, which could mean new shows. Mm -hmm. That means Jeff and I and Jeff's wife Chris, we're we're going back on the road. Road trip. Road trip. <laughs> back up. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. So, anywho, another great EP for the series. We're dead in the middle, and we're going to end it next week with a True West EP. So, no secrets there. I don't have anything to wear to any kind of garment to give. No, your hat, the hat. <laughs> my uh, my uh, my Stetson. You got that's a, that's a pretty badass hat. We're yeah. going to talk about True West. You got to wear a badass hat. I might be wearing that next. I week. know Gavin. I know Gavin Blair would wear a badass hat. Oh yeah, and so, much better than I would. Anyway. There you go. Uh, Anywho, mi gente, agruviar. Groove on, basically, people.